the way of the cross means to die to yourself. To die to yourself. As you become an instrument of Jesus Christ. That is submitting my will to His will. Total surrender of my life to Him. Total surrender. Welcome to Somebody Lives You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. It's good to have you with us for our series exploring what it looks like to be a truly devoted disciple of Christ. Today, as you reflect on Jesus' call to follow Him at any cost, Raul will challenge you to die to yourself and live in humble submission to God's will. Raul will show us that when we prioritize our life to keep Christ at the center, He'll direct and bless our journey as His disciples. Later on, we'll share how to order this series on an MP3. But first, let's join Raul Reese for the lesson, A Call to Discipleship. If you have your Bibles, turn to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8. Mark, chapter 8, verses 34 through 38. Jesus is talking to His disciples, but at the same time, There's a great multitude that have come to listen to Jesus. Let me read uh, the text now and begin in chapter 834. He says, When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake And the gospels will save it. For what is the profit of man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous sinful generation of him, the son of men also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels." One of the things that has really impressed me, about 10 years ago, I went to Cuba. And uh, Cuba is under the domain of communism. And I was really just blown away as I went to China many years ago. And one of the things about Cuba is that you begin to see that the people there are not very uh, financially off. Uh, They're very controlled by the government. And one of the things that the people do there, they make about $4 a week. In their pay. Then people buy food from the black market in order to keep it going. And then people go to prison for five years for killing a cow and eating it. Think about that. Here we are in the United States of America, man, we have everything that we want to buy. Whatever we want, we have it in the markets. And yet these people are never complaining. The freedom of speech is taken away from them. And then at the same time, these people have such a spiritual power in their lives. When I visited the churches, I was blown away. Because a lot of the people meet in secret, like in China. 
And when I went to China and met with the three self church and then those that were underground, I was blown away going to those secret places at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, and they were doing Bible studies. Gathered together 10, 15, 25 in a house church. And then if they were caught, they would go to prison, they would be beaten. And yet, one of the things that I recognized traveling to Thailand, China, and going over to Vietnam this last time, and traveling the world, that the church is really powerful and mighty around the world. But one of the things that I have seen in the church, even in America, is the lack of teaching of God's word. That people are not being educated to God's word. There's a lot of experience-oriented ministries. A lot of emotionalism. And if you listen to a lot of pastors today on radio or watch them on television, they tell a lot of stories and they don't give you enough of the word of God. And the reason is because we're living in a different time. And yet God never changes. God is always the same. It's really important that we understand that if we're going to be in the true church, then God desires that each one of us individually become a true disciple of Jesus Christ. There are too many people today that do not understand the call of Jesus in their own personal lives. Jesus here in the Gospel of Mark is calling for people to become disciples. The word disciple means a learner. And when you become a learner, then you become what we call a send out one. Then with the gospel of Jesus Christ, you can share it with power to a nation, to a world that is in such darkness and it's lost today. And I think that the problem is here in chapter 8, verse 34, we see first of all, notice the first thing, the call of Jesus Christ to a people. Here's a multitude and 12 men. He says this, when he had called the people to himself with his own disciples, he said to them. So first of all, there's an audience, and then there's all these disciples, 12 of them, standing there with the multitudes of people that have come to hear Jesus. Secondly, look at verse 34, the second part. This is now the requirements to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. I didn't make this up. This is Jesus speaking. This is what he says. Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Notice what he's saying. The cost of discipleship is the cross of Jesus Christ. Now let me go a little more in depth in this. Because the call of God is to anyone. Anyone. Not the elect. Anyone. Anybody that wants to come to Jesus Christ. By the way, nobody can come to Jesus Christ unless it is the work of the Holy Spirit that is tugging in your heart. You're a non-believer and the Holy Spirit is bringing you to conviction and is dealing with your life. It's because somebody's praying for you. Or somebody talked to you and witnessed to you and you'll never be the same again. I don't care what you do. And God gives you the option to receive him or to reject him. And if you make the choice to reject him, then you'll end up in hell. And if you make the choice in this world to accept him and to be his disciple, then there are certain requirements that he wants in your life. 
certain requirements. Look what he says. Number one requirement, the desire, okay? The desire that he puts in our hearts to come to him. Secondly, we see what? The denial of yourself to Jesus Christ. Denying yourself. The word to deny means to forget about yourself in the Greek. To forget about yourself. And what do people do today? They live for themselves. We're living for ourselves. Full of passion and lust for all the things of the world. And God is not saying that you can't have a house and car and buy different things. Or have money. But it's when those things possess your life. They rule over your life. And they get a hold of your heart. You can't really be a disciple of Jesus Christ. He's calling each one of us individually to deny ourselves. So it means to forget about myself. And then secondly, look what he says. And then come and take up your cross. Now that's very hard. Because remember Jesus, when he was going on the way to the cross, on his way to the cross, his first stop was coming into the city, riding a colt of an ass. They were spreading garments and they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, save now. Then he went out to the temple. He cleaned out the temple, which was the house of his father. He says, you made it a house of den and thieves. And then he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane. For those of you that went with me to Israel. The Garden of Gethsemane is one of the most holy places. And he went over to the side and he prayed three times. And when he prayed three times, he actually had blood coming through his pores. You know what he prayed for? He said, Father, if this is your will for me to go to the cross, then thy will be done. And if there's any other way for me not to go to the cross, show me. But if not, I submit my life to you fully and completely. The way of the cross means to die to yourself. To die to yourself. As you become an instrument of Jesus Christ, that is submitting my will to his will. Total surrender of my life to him. Total surrender. And yet when you look at the church in a majority, not a minority, think of how many people only live for themselves and they're carnal people, one foot in the world, one foot in Christ, and they're split between two opinions, and what happens? You get hurt. God can't receive you that way. You either have to be a natural man or you have to be a spiritual man, but you cannot be a carnal man. No possible way. Because then you're split between two opinions. It's very important that we take the call of Jesus Christ in our lives and understand you cannot be a hypocrite and sit in the church as a hypocrite. Because God's going to judge you. I promise you he will. Nobody gets away with sin. That's why in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verses 3 to 11, he says what? He says, as a father loves his children, if you're a parent, you don't let your kids get away with everything or anything. What do you do? Because you love them, you discipline them. And if you don't love them, you let them do whatever they want to do. They'll destroy themselves. The Lord who he loves, he chastens, he disciplines. 
This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll point you to a wealth of resources to help ground your faith in God's Word and galvanize your steps in following Christ. By the way, you can also order Raul's entire discipleship series on an MP3 flash drive. Let's listen now to the conclusion of our lesson, A Call to Discipleship. And it's really important that you understand that a real child of God cannot continue in sin. Cannot. You can't live with your girlfriend and have sex with her. And come to church. And take communion. And read your Bible and pray. Can't do that. You're entering into the holiest of holies. You can't lie. You can't cheat. You can't cheat at work and take breaks and get out early, come in late, and then say you came in early. You got to really take the count and you got to count the cost in your life whether you really truly want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And if you really want to, then take your cross and follow Jesus Christ. Come to the place of death to die to yourself, to die to your appetites. Because this world is temporal. It's passing away real quickly. Notice now the third point. The warning to the disciples in verse 35. He tells us to beware of choices we make. Because they're going to affect you eternally. Eternally are going to affect you. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Okay? Watch this. For whosoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. Wow. Look at the words of Jesus here. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. How do people save their lives here? By joining the world and becoming part of the world. And then their soul is lost. But... If you really truly want to follow Jesus Christ, what did he say? You have to lose your life. You have to lose your life in order to come to Jesus Christ. Humbling yourself before him. You want to be a true disciple of Jesus Christ. These are the requirements that he gives to us. And look what he says in verse 36 and 37. To beware of your choices you're making. Why? Because there's a huge price to be paid. Verse, again, verse 36. For what it will be profitable a man if he gains the whole world, but what? But loses his own soul. So you gain millions of dollars. You got a big old house. You got all these cars. You got all these things that are material. But yet you lose your soul. What good is that? What good is that to any one of us? The soul is the most important thing in eternity. This is temporal life. That's eternal life. This body that you take care of and you look in the mirror every day to, and you dress and you feed, this body is going to go back into becoming dust and worms one day. And the soul, why? Because we're trichotomy, body, soul, and spirit. And the spirit and the soul are the ones that are going to depart, and they're the ones that are going to be there forever and ever, either hell or in heaven. This is a place where we start training for heaven. That's why we have trials and problems. As God tests us our faith. To see if we really truly believe in Him. If I'm a real disciple of Jesus Christ. Look what else he says. 
For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, loses his own soul? Or what will a man or woman give in exchange for his soul? Look at the athletes of today. Because of the money, they sell their souls to the what? To money, to mammon, power, sex. So many people, drugs, alcohol, possess people's lives. Those are their gods. When we're called to do what? To seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And then all these things will be uttered into each one of us individually. Satan, the Bible says, is the one that comes and robs people's souls. Satan will give you the whole world if you sell your soul to him. He'll take it. He will take it. And many, many people have done that. I pray that no one here would do that. I pray that people here today and those listening through the airways, man, and watching through the internet, would really make up their minds and throw the lands in the sand and say what? For me and my house, we're going to serve Jesus Christ. I don't care what the world does. We're going to stand in righteousness and be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Look what else he says. Verse 38. We need to beware of what? Beware of the choices we make because of the day of judgment coming. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the son of man, also will be what? Will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels. Isn't that interesting? Jesus Christ is coming again. He's coming. And one day the world will be judged according to the word of God. For the believer, you'll sit at the bema seat of Christ. For the non-believer, they'll sit at the white throne judgment of God. And the Bible says that once we are judged, we'll receive our rewards. And those that make it into the kingdom of God for all eternity will be with the Lord forever and ever. But those that did not take up their cross and follow Jesus Christ and never became disciples of Jesus Christ are going to be cast into eternity forever and ever in darkness and the fire with the devil and his angels forever and ever. That's what the Bible teaches so it's really important for young and old to make up their minds, what are you going to do? Do you really, truly want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ? Then you have to do what? You have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Jesus Christ. Or you can't be a disciple of Christ. For what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Think about that. How people sell their souls for cheap. For cheap. For a time to have that thrill of drugs, alcohol, sex, everything, pornography, and all the way through everything that's in this world. When we right now should be what? Preparing and testing our hearts before the Lord because eternity is coming quickly. One of the things the Bible says, there's an appointed time for a man to die and then the judgment. Nobody knows, not even the youngest person here, nobody knows when your last day will be. And when it comes, you'll stand before God. And you'll be without excuses. Without excuses. God will judge you. So it's really important for me to understand that if I truly want to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, in conclusion, let me give you the requirements. 
Number one, you have to be obedient to God's word. Listen to Jesus, John 14, 15. If you really love me, Jesus says, and keep my commandments. Keep my commandments. Not the Ten Commandments. None of us could do that. Two commandments right now. Love the Lord your God with everything you have. And love your neighbor as yourself. Obedience is what? Obeying what God's word says in my life. Secondly, being faithful to God. In what he's given you. In what you're doing. John 15, 8. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you then will be my disciples. You have to be bearing fruit in order to be a real disciple of Jesus Christ. If you don't have any fruit, you're not a disciple of Jesus Christ. Thirdly, perseverance in my life. John 8.31 And then Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples indeed. His word, right here, the word of God. Doing, obeying God's word. Fourthly, the test of love. He says in John thirteen thirty five, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Think about that today. Do people really love each other? There's more hate in the church than outside of the church among believers. It's really important if you call yourself a Christian that you need to learn to what? To forgive and to love people. And then fifthly, humility. Are you truly humble before God and before men? Matthew 10, 24, 25. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Balzabab, how much more will they call those of his household? Think about that. How Satan is after every disciple of Jesus Christ. By using other people. And then six. How about surrendering all to Jesus Christ. All. Luke 14.26 If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father or mother or wife or children or brothers or sisters. Yes, even his very own life. Cannot be my disciple. Wow. He doesn't mean to hate like we hate. It's to love less. That Jesus Christ has to be number one in my life. And if you put God in your life number one, you're going to love everybody else. And then notice seventh. The test of bearing our cross like we read. Matthew 16, 25. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. And then check this out. Philippians 2, 5 and 8. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. But he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Wow. Each one of us individually will stand before God responsible. For either accepting him or rejecting him. Being obedient or being disobedient. 
You have to make a choice today. Today is a day of salvation. Well, we've seen today that choosing to be a Christ follower isn't a one-time decision. It's a lifestyle. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to listen to today's message once again, just call us at 800-634-9165. And for a donation of $5 or more, we'll send you a complete unedited version of the lesson, A Call to Discipleship. Now, as you consider the priority shifts and schedule changes you might need to make to better honor the Lord, we'd like to offer you additional inspiration from Rawls' Discipleship Series. This 12-message study is available on either CD or a USB drive, and it provides a comprehensive look at both the sacrifice and the blessings of wholehearted devotion to Christ. Each lesson will fill you with fresh confidence to walk with Jesus in submission and faith. To order Rawls' 12-part discipleship series, visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165. We'll send your CD collection for a gift of $23 or an MP3 thumb drive for $18. That's 800-634-9165. Or you can write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. Don't forget, this is a listener-supported ministry. Every tax-deductible gift you give enables us to keep sharing the life-shaping wisdom of God's Word. Thanks for your partnership. We hope you'll join us next time as we continue this discipleship series. You'll be challenged to follow Jesus' example of self-denial and servitude and put God's eternal agenda first. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.